Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. And today we're going to talk to two gentlemen who were part of a Helix incubator program. So we're going to talk to Colin and Daniel about their business, WeWatch. And let's start with uh, Colin. Where did you go to post-secondary education? Uh, I went to Seneca um, at uh, just in the uh, the Newnham campus at uh, Finchon 404. I attended a three-year program for business management. Okay. Daniel? I went to the uh, University of Toronto for a major in psychology and minors in philosophy and uh, went to law school at Osgoode University at York. Definitely related to running a business. I can see I see the relationship. I, I wish I had some business training but before before going in, but uh, I mean, law school was great because I did some intellectual pro- uh, property and some privacy work there, so uh, definitely applicable, and we'll, we'll get into how. Okay, so how did you two connect? Funny enough, it was just through uh, a, f- a Facebook networking group for uh, for entrepreneurs and startups. Wow, interesting. Okay, so let's move on to your work experience. Colin, have you worked at all? I, I indeed have. I, I returned to school as a mature student. I mean, uh, I, I neglected to mention, uh, you know, some past studies in, in language uh, for Spanish, and then I was an immersion for French. So I, I love language. I love just, like, learning ways to communicate and ways to bring uh, people together. Um, but uh, my, my work history goes back till you know, when I was a teenager. I grew up doing hospitality work. I, you know, I cooked, I cleaned, I bartended, I served, uh, really everything in that, uh, in, in, that, uh, in that field. And I went into sales and account management. So I started, um, I, I really started just commission only, door to door, business to business, selling point of sale services. I graduated into inside sales where they paid me money that wasn't based on solely commission, which I was thrilled about. Um, and uh, I eventually was able to, to grow and mature as a sales professional into account management and, and uh, more specialized sales activities through the sectors of, uh, you know, a corporate conferencing, uh, information technology research and, co- and consultation, uh, corporate travel management uh, facilitation. And, uh, and, and uh, I guess that where I had the most fun um, and the most success was, uh, was in real estate pre-construction financing as uh, an alternative investment wholesaler. Um, so it was after you know, all of these, this, uh, this fluster of, of, uh, of work that I, I decided to return to school uh, in, a, in a management capacity um, to, uh, to pursue you know, bigger ideas and challenges. And Daniel, you went to school a lot. <laughs> did you yeah, ever do any work? Did you ever do any work? A lot less interesting than Colin. Um, in, in high school, I was a paid tutor with with the school, so did that for a few months. I had a few internships in undergrad through a co-op program, so um, which all of them were government. So I worked at um, eHealth Ontario, uh, what used to be called the Ministry of Research and Innovation. 
And then in law school, I also had an internship with uh, the Canadian Intellectual Property Office, uh, very relevant. And then after law school, I, I worked at Gowling WLG, which is Canada's largest intellectual property and technology firm, where I did a lot of pharmaceutical litigation and, and business law involving tech and other industries. And then COVID happened and I decided to go off on my own. So I, along with WeWatch, I'm also balancing a, a law practice myself. So I haven't been employed for very long, but I, I, I do have a bit of work experience under my belt, but not as much as, as Colin here. Excellent. Okay, so let's get to the business. Who came up with the name and what does it mean? Uh, well, uh, that would that would be myself. I mean, uh, I came up with the name in a pursuit of finding a name that wasn't terrible. Um, like like any like any branding, it's like okay, well, if, if no one's done it and it doesn't sound bad, <laughs> let's consider that an, an a a game uh, a game name. Um, but uh, we watch. There there is a meaning. I, I like to you know, have a purpose and a meaning defined throughout the brand, um, which is we watch out for each other. Um, you know, in a, in a community, in a neighborhood, uh, as friends, as peers, as colleagues, as simple, you know, peers in society, um, we, we do and always have watched out for one another. As time changes and the technology evolves, this manifests in different ways. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping to take advantage of um, the fact that people still do watch out for one another in a busy, crowded, bustling world and give them a tool to streamline um, that uh, that kind of good faith um, that good faith practice that kind of that people uh, exhibit every day. So who's the technology person? I hear a lawyer, I hear a business guy. I don't hear a tech person. Sure. so uh, I, I can speak to that a bit. Um, when COVID first happened, I, I spent the first three months of, of that learning how to code. Um, well, I'm not currently coding for WeWatch. We're, we're sort of outsourcing development here. Um, it, it, it is useful just understanding like what's going on and how do we structure, um, you know, products and making sure your development team is, is getting things done and, and doing things in a way that makes sense. Not to say that I'm a developer and if I had to build it myself, it would take me probably five years. Um, I, I mean, it helps, but definitely, um, you know, it's possible without sort of strategic, you know, tech experience. And yeah, it's nice not to have to pay for developers, but it's always possible to raise money and, and sort of get someone to help you out. And then, and then once you get some traction, you know, you're, you're off to the races. Okay. And you can do the contracts. <laughs> of course, of course. Exactly. <laughs> so for those people listening... Explain exactly what WeWatch is, Colin. WeWatch is a tool that brings together people in response to any sort of accident or incident involving public safety. If you're in an accident, someone hits your vehicle. If you're a victim of vandalism or robbery, or you see someone driving dangerously or behaving dangerously, Instead of just driving by or walking by, knowing there's really not much you can do, you can, you'll obviously either have your phone in your pocket, your dash cam will have captured it, your security cameras at home will have captured it if it was nearby your home. As it stands, all of this footage and all these witnesses simply go about their day 
the footage sits in some cloud or some hard drive being no use to anybody except for the person who owns it. So we watch is a tool that brings all this together and allows people to share data and information to respond to incidents that compromise safety of a neighborhood. Okay, so Mr. Lawyer, how do you deal with confidentiality? Yeah, so we're, we're in a very interesting sort of day and age in the tech industry where, you know, Facebook and Google, no one was really thinking about data privacy, you know, confidentiality when they were building. So their business models are essentially, you know, exploiting data, selling it. Um, and we've seen a lot of different regulation pop up with GDPR and, and things like that. So the difference we're making is right from the beginning, we're thinking about not only are we protecting people's information, but from the core of it, we have to be a good steward of, of people's information. So it's not just hit the minimum requirements, you know, make things anonymous, but sort of just even going beyond the best practices of privacy. So right from the get-go, we want to make sure everything is is opt-in. So if I, I'm anonymous by default, and if I want to give my information to people, if I want to sort of show my identity, I have to opt into that. It's making sure on the back end, if we're getting court orders to give up data, well, we can say, listen, the way we have the data structured is we can't give you data that people don't consent to, and there's actually no technical way for, for us to do that. And it's, it's really just rethinking these things and, and starting from the ground up, whereas a lot of people kind of just do what was done in the past. And as we're seeing with some of the largest tech companies, uh, there's lots of regulation and backlash around that. So, so we want to be the best possible person and organization to sort of have your personal data and make sure it's protected and, and not being abused. Okay, back to the businessman. In terms of, is this a business to build and sell or a business to build? It's a very good question. And I won't pretend to have uh, an exact answer for you. Um, for, the, for the foreseeable future, we plan to, uh, to grow, nurture, and scale this business accordingly, um, starting with neighborhoods, developing into different, um, you know, ground level partners like roadside services, uh, insurance companies, social advocacy groups, and different levels of government. As, I mean, when, when we're talking about public safety, there are so many stakeholders which have so much to gain or lose um, through the proper facilitation of public safety management. So to answer your question, uh, we're going to grow this as well as we can. And if uh, we, if we deem that, you know, perhaps um, a structured, structured partnership to make it a, a more scalable and successful initiative um, is, is an order, then that's a, that's something we'll look at down the road. Okay. Daniel, you're a social enterprise. You may not have realized that. So my question to you is, do you see, creating social franchises to expand more quickly. Well, with, with the tech model, what's, what's great about that is, um, you know, if we, if we build the software, the software is built. So if we can get it right the first time, you know, it's just, it's out in the world and people can sign up. So, um, I mean, we haven't really thought about what we would do with sort of uh, more external partners and, and, you know, even, finding out what they do and sort of how we can build the tech around that. But 
the great thing about scaling a tech project is we can just hire internally and essentially we'll have everything we need. So we're, we're happy to do partnerships, but hopefully if we can build it, we, we can be the organization that sort of gets it done. If you can build it, they will come. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm very big on the term social franchise. So uh, as compared to franchising, it's, it's a slightly different model, but it has that concept of giving back to community and that's that's i think what's important to you guys okay so having said this where do you think you're going to be three years from today and we'll start with colin um three years from today and i i I think i i i kind of presumptuously answered partially uh based on my last response there but uh in, in three years, we aim to be a profitable company uh, operating in Canada and the United States um, with uh, partnerships with the aforementioned groups, um, being that, uh, you know, roadside services, um, municipal, regional, uh, and, uh, and provincial and federal uh, layers of government, and respectively in the United States, um, with, uh, with, 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 with strong tie-ins to, to communities. Um, you know, we, there, there are, there are groups that we aim, uh, at least that we are inspired by in terms of some of the, some of the growth concepts. So there's a group called, uh, Nextdoor who are, are, they are a for-profit, uh, you know, kind of a, a social media company that deploys themselves on a regional or community basis. So that, that is the sort of reach that we look to have within a three-year period. Okay, Daniel, agree or disagree, or do you want to add on to what he said? I mean, one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is I, I literally don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. It could be more of the same. You could have a partner reach out to you that sort of changes the business completely. So well, it's kind of hard to forecast and in the startup community, it's the funniest thing. All the financial forecasting is just made up and numbers pulled from the sky. But I mean, essentially it's just build a good product, keep building it. And uh, you know, if you ever stop trying to build a, a, a good product, that's when your company is going to be on the decline. So still building a good product and, and building on that in three years and just marketing, getting, getting the word out and, partnering with as many people as possible. So yeah, like Colin said, hopefully we'll be revenue positive and, and sort of self-sustainable. And I mean, the great thing about this is the core features actually by themselves improve the community, but hopefully we'll be at a point now where we're also looking at, okay, how can we even improve the community even more, not just through the app, but but maybe either through strategic partnerships or, or investing back in communities or things like that. Okay. Colin, what's product two, three, and four? Product two, three, and four. And I think I, I, we failed to mention early on, we're, we're developing in a mobile application. I mean, this is this is a free application for everybody. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you live and breathe it, it's just uh, some of the, you know, the, the obvious stuff just kind of goes by the wayside. But, yeah, we're building a mobile app, um, and uh, we're in prototype phase right now. We're looking to launch our first uh, kind of pilot or beta uh, in June. So we're kind of just around the corner putting final touches on uh, software. Um, you know, product product two and product three. I, ideally, we're going to give um, 
people the ability to streamline submissions of insurance claims uh, for sake of validation and, and quality to their insurance companies and even bridge in, um, you know, respective law enforcement down the road. Now, this is this is like way kind of pie in the sky type stuff right now because this is a new idea. We want to validate it. We want to show that it's both sustainable, profitable, and actionable, that people see value in it, and it actually affects the sort of social change that we're looking to uh, to affect. Um, and, uh, and, and, then, and then look at really what features and functions the public and our user base want out of it. Um, there are a ton of functions that we think would be awesome, um, but to give you a concise answer without hearing it from our customers uh, would be presumptuous and premature. Okay. So, Daniel, I want you to talk about team and partnerships and funding. Sure. So, so Colin's probably a, a bit better to talk about the uh, the partnerships, but I, I can talk about funding a bit. Um, so we're, we're sort of in an unfortunate time right now where uh, inflation is going up and the stock market recently took a hit. So the the venture capital community right now, the sentiment is, is pretty conservative. There's still a lot of capital for early stage ventures. We're sort of where we are, but some of the more later stage companies are going to have some issue fundraising. So uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to we're going to do the beta. We're going to sort of get the product out there. Um, Colin, Colin has raised some money to sort of do the initial build uh, through a safe agreement. And, um, you know, once we get some traction, we're going to be out there fundraising and, and trying to raise money for further development. So Colin can sort of talk about the the organizations he's reached out to for, for partnerships. Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Just to just to elaborate uh, on the funding, I mean, I've uh, I've really handled that um, like from the from the get go. Uh, our recent successes, aside from the safe uh, that Daniel mentioned, uh, for, um, for for those who are not aware, a safe is a, a simple agreement for future equity. That is a, a relatively new way to raise money based on a future valuation, um, and uh, that was uh, a friends and family pre seed for uh, for purpose of developing the demo and pilot. Our, our prototype, I should say. Um, we've also been awarded a uh, Catalyst funding grant through Helix, which is an awesome incubator run through Seneca College. Um, they have uh, several uh, application periods for um, really pre, pre-revenue startups as, as part of their incubator program. Um, so we were awarded um, funding for partial, uh, for a partial, partial uh, costs for our overall project to get our website and software ready for uh, for pilot launch. Um, we've also received uh, public and government subsidy facilitated through MyTax, which has uh, helped, helped us fund a, our uh, our only intern who's working on a, a market research validation project, um, which is going to lend to me better answering your question about uh, future product, product iterations and features down the road. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of partners, I mean, I'm located in Stouffville. Uh, I've uh, been been lucky and and just so um, I'm so happy to have uh, been included in the Vision Zero committee, uh, which is uh, through the, the municipality of Stouffville, um, which includes uh, some of the um, some of the administrators, uh, local police through uh, York Regional Police, 
to help um, prevent fatalities and injuries on municipal roadways. Um, and, uh, and, and I got some really, really awesome feedback through them. And I've also been in touch uh, with prospects of deploying our uh, pilot in, in, uh, in Vaughan uh, Woodbridge. So I've identified there that there are some areas that we can actually potentially affect some change in response to what we deemed are higher than optimal uh, crime rates in certain certain neighborhoods. So uh, I'm looking to deploy a beta there and 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 forge future par future partnerships um, with municipalities and regions, um, and any you know homeowners associations, uh, you know, again insurance companies um, and dealers and so on, um, and then and then also again looking at really any anywhere any organization that we can enhance the value proposition for their client base and again affect the change that we're looking to affect. I hope that wasn't too long-winded, but uh, yeah, thanks. Okay, so Daniel, how are you different or are you a supporter of Neighborhood Watch? Yeah, I mean, Neighborhood Watch is, is great and it's essentially we're, we're doing the digital app version of Neighborhood Watch. So, I mean, they would be a great partner and if, if they're listening to this, you know, let's let's work together, let's reach out and, it's essentially what we're trying to do, but sort of on a, on, a, on a bigger, more scalable sort of scale. Okay, Colin, how do you market this thing? Uh, God, what a, what a question. Um, I mean, <laughs> how, how do you launch a rocket to the moon? I mean, uh, it, so it, it's going to be based on a, a, few, a few factors. We have virtuous factors where we have people um, as part of our identified personas we wish to cater to who want to help keep their families, um, their property, and their community safe. We have people who want to simply see what's going on and you know, look, at, look at reports for purposes of, uh, of uh, identifying optimal uh, real estate which uh, Daniel kind of alluded to early in the conversation. Um, and, and, we, and we have people who are, are looking to, you know, um, you know, provide rewards to others in the community for helping solve issues of theft and so on. Um, so there's a few personas that we're, that we're targeting that, are, that, we, that we feel will truly benefit through use of the platform. And we're going to go about marketing in a couple ways. You know, one through the virtue of, uh, of civic and social duty um, to feel that your, your help actually helped and you can see the result uh, either in a follow-up or, you know, in the news uh, or simply just with declining uh, rates of, you know, of, of crime, uh, of dangerous activities and driving and so on. Um, but it's really going to be through a combination of virtuous marketing, fear-based marketing, because, I mean, everything in my in my feed is i mean I, I i know i don't just subscribe to news and so on but you know in my in my social media on the news you know i just recently i'm hearing about you know you know 16 year olds carjacking uh in toronto i hear about break and enters home invasions thefts assault all this stuff and i mean it's it's untasteful to think about it's not incredibly common but what if we all had a tool in our pocket that would allow us to simply capture something we may have seen, even though we didn't know we saw something useful. 
and submit that to resolve and help both law enforcement if necessary, but really the affected parties who are looking for recourse and resolution following an incident. So one of the target markets you should consider is people with a disability where you might be able to really make a difference. So having said that, I guess the question is, do you have a board of directors and do you have a board of advisors? I have a board of advisors. Um, this is a combination of uh, mentors and coaches who make themselves available and uh, visible as, uh, as our advisor board. Um, that includes, uh, you know, uh, my, a recent uh, mentor uh, I've, uh, I've been partnered up with through Helix uh, at Seneca, my coach through Helix, um, the, our, uh, our partner software group, their executive director uh, is, is a mentor of mine as well, amongst uh, another mentor, which I work with via the Tree Frog Accelerator. They're up in Newmarket. They're awesome. Um, and uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's so humbling to have these tenured experts and professionals help without anything provided back to them because they see value in, in what we're doing. Um, as, we, as we approach our first major round of, uh, of funding, we are, especially after we've conducted our, our validation uh, via our beta testing, uh, is when we're going to be formalizing our board of directors. Okay, so are you uh, a Canadian corporation, Daniel, or a provincial corporation? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to go with the, the federal corp with registration in Ontario. Okay, so last but not least, Colin, what is your website? Website is we-watch.ca. Okay, well, thank you, gentlemen. It's been great talking to you, and we look forward to your IPO in the future. Right, Daniel? For sure, for sure. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Thanks, Peter.